0: The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hoop Baseballers! Hey, welcome back to another episode of Today in Sports Betting. I'm your host. Devin Ellington or D A L E 007 on Twitter. That's where you'll find me directly. The show, you're going to have to find it at Hoopball Gaming. And then, uh, you know, for what it's worth, and it's worth a lot, we are a hoop ball.com presentation. That's the thick of it. That's the motherboard. So I definitely would peruse on over that way, check it out, look at the free content. That's a great starting point. Get involved with some forums and some chats. Get involved with some of our active professionals and our contributors over there. Get some insights on your favorite teams or some players you need some news about. We got some great transactional blurbs. Aaron Bruski, the godfather, and Dan Bespris, the podfather. um, Vice and regular president just uh, running the thing. And uh, we're a well-clicking machine at the moment. So make sure to come get some content. Stay for the premium, but definitely show up for the free stuff. Um, I at least always show up for the punch and cookies and dip and stuff at whatever occasion. Um, I know, Blake, I mean, you you probably do the same, right?
1: Uh, yes, absolutely. I
0: mean, minimally, that's, that's the least you can do. Like if someone says, Hey, I got tortilla chips, I'm there. So (laughs) uh, our free stuff is the tortilla chips. And this podcast is um, a tortilla chip. You know, this is a free little diddly that we do. And um, like I said, you know, I don't like to harp on it too much. And I've got the promo reads that we drop in the middle of the show, but um, definitely check out that less than 33 cents a day wager pass package. 9.99 a month you got 10 professionals had uh doug mr doug reed go six and one the other night what was it last night yeah last night between yep, last ADL night and uh ML, mlb um so there's like you know a good five and a half six units in your pocket right there and then uh my free play streak is on a on a three chain right now so we got that rolling and then Blake handles a ton of baseball with us, so that's what we're going to be talking about. And by the way, he's at Blake Lawatch on Twitter, L-A-W-A-T-C-H. I guess like just like, you know, like the watch in Spanish almost. Like, you know.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, except it's not L. But you know, do get what I'm saying. It's the wrong <laughs> cond- it's enough, yeah. conjugation or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, we make our own languages here on – football we talk about sports and sports betting uh blake and i talk a lot about baseball for the newer listeners um which i believe there's probably a few of you here today um make sure to leave five-star reviews because we are doing a cash giveaway if you're on apple stuff apple products that's what i said i was going to start calling it on this show because apple keeps changing their stuff so i just I say Apple stuff because okay, I'm not an Apple user. I'm not sure if you are, Blake. I don't think you are.
1: I have a iPhone and that's it.
0: Okay. Well, you know, I say I'm not an Apple mu- user, but I'm actually on a Mac right now. So, uh, second secondhand though, you know, it's not like I went and stood in line and I have an iPhone with my iWatch and my, oh
1: know. yeah. I got a watch too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I just, I'd rather have a flip phone, honestly. Like, but can't get by with that these days.
1: Nope.
0: Can't. Um, it is cool to have a computer in your pocket though, because for sports stuff and sports betting.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's, Which is what you know, must.
0: 99% of my phone and my cookies is that. And then I think the rest is going to be like pictures of my kids, music, like Spotify um, and the occasional, ebay transaction you know because i sell my pokemon cards so but yeah that's the life of uh, devin's phone now that everyone asked for it they got it so uh today we have a really really awesome mlb slate we were talking about some of the pitching matchups and some of the hot teams off air just a little bit ago and really looking forward to some of these games Looking forward to breaking them down and getting your opinions. I know you've already got a play in the wager pass.
1: Yep, got one.
0: And, you know, it's a it's a good Friday. It's a, it's like a happy Friday. So we will just – how about we talk about that wager pass play within today's show, if you don't mind, Blake.
1: We'll Absolutely just, not.
0: We'll uh, do a little less teasing that, than what we normally do because no one likes to be tempted with a good time. So – We'll uh, have a good time in that regard. And I've got to figure out what free play I'm going to send for today. So I feel like we'll probably start working on that throughout this show also. I think that'll probably be locked in by the end of the show. The Cubs lineup for today just came out. Uh, all right. I'm not looking at it yet. I just got the alert. Is Nico Horner in?
1: Is Nico Horner in? What do you I hope think?
0: so. You hope so? I hope so, too. Let's see what it says. All right,
1: I am yes, bat eighth, second eighth, base.
0: That's where I thought he was going to be. Yeah, perfect. And then he's right there with Hayward. Or wait, here, hold on. I'm getting a different lineup.
1: I'm on the MLB app. Are you? Oh wait, no, yeah. there is.
0: Okay, I opened up fully. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, Hayward, Marisnik Warner. Yes. At the bottom of the line. Hey,
1: yeah, I like Horner. I really hope he can stick around.
0: I knew they were going to put him in against the lefty t- today. All right. Well, since we since we were talking about the Cubs lineup, let's just go ahead and talk about the Cubs game. They are playing against the Brewers of Milwaukee. And it's a 120 Central Time start on MLB network Brett Anderson the lefty 2 and 1 on the season 2.65 ERA pretty solid start still early in the season kind of you know we're what 15 games in what are, what are these fools records I'm not even Where oh there we go 16, 16 games, in. games in the brewers have played 18 cubs have played 18 okay
1: oh yeah I did math wrong
0: yeah, it's all right. I do it all the time. So, um, yeah, I, I was kind of talking to you a little bit, or a lot actually, about this game before we started. Um, Kyle Hendricks has not started the season off great at all. He's a righty, zero and two on the season, six point nine two ERA, and the Cubs right now minus one forty five money line right now is what I'm seeing. And over under of nine and a half winds blowing out. It's Wrigley 11 miles per hour, 58 degrees. Uh, partly cloudy is what we're looking at. And the Cubs line out just came out. And um, what do you think, Blake? Do you think we could see a lot of runs in this game or do you I, think Kyle Hendricks actually does something?
1: No, I'm going with the former. I think the over hits in this one. Uh, Brett Anderson also has not been good. He's, and he walks every single person that he sees. Yeah. Kyle Hendricks has been bad. I'm expecting a lot of runs. The walks have been killing both these pitchers early in the
0: season. I don't have their whips in front of me right now, but I know it's probably – I mean, it's got to be pretty, pretty high.
1: Um, Hendricks is a little high. He's 1.69. Anderson mm-hmm. is 1.12. How is it only oh, wow. 1.12?
0: He must give up a lot of walks, but maybe not a lot of hits.
1: Must be. Yeah.
0: That's wild. I thought it was going to be about one and a half. I, you, obviously, you want to be close to that even line of one. Some really great pitchers.
1: Yeah, he's not striking out a lot of guys either. I guess
0: he's just getting some ground balls. He's a ground I guess ball so. pitcher, I think, if I remember right.
1: Yeah, he keeps the ball low.
0: Yeah. But, you know, maybe uh, with the weather, Wrigley blowing out uh, against the lefty, the Cubs, we talked about their team total. Um, Not a lot of value in it. We already established Um, lots of juice, and it's still a high number on the runs. And, you know, just to throw some numbers out here, for the middle, you know, the top middle of that lineup, we, against left-handed pitching this season, Jake Marisnik, Anthony Rizzo, uh, Chris Bryant, Wilson Contreras all hit over 300. Um, Rizzo and Bryant hitting over 350 against lefties. The OPS for this Cubs roster, you know, and the bats are clicking right now. Like, that offense is hitting. That series against the Mets got them going. And then the way they ended that Braves series – Um, really stunk but the game prior to the finale they put up a lot of runs so like you said I I don't know I'm here it is I think this is going to be number 13 or 14 on on the year but I'm a Cubs fan and we (laughs) we hear about it all the time with Wrigley and the wind blowing out and I think this is a you know Brett Anderson's looked good on the year uh, but this is going to probably be a falter spot for him in my opinion
1: Yeah, he's looked good, but his peripherals uh, say otherwise. You know, his ERA and expected ERA are four runs apart, three runs apart. Holy crap. And the way the Cubs are
0: barreling balls up right now, um, some of those peripherals could come to fruition. uh, Yeah. In this game. I'm thinking so. I wonder uh, here, before we move on from this game, I know we talked about the team total not having a lot of value, and you're our first five guy. I've completely excluded it for my plays and my cards just for the simple fact I've just not had luck but um I was just looking at the total we got it at 5 over 5 is getting some shade at minus 115 something tells me this is going to be like within the first two innings we could see maybe like four runs
1: yeah I would lean that over I don't I'm not liking the first five over unders that's just it takes one lucky inning to yeah. To hitting over
0: yeah
1: and so bidding an under is just always risky
0: yeah yeah and like we've seen time and time again the bottom of the fifth where unders go to die mm-hmm. i mean it's yeah. happened like four separate occasions uh for us yeah we've been
1: we've been burned by a lucky hit and then an error and then a guy goes yard and then it's it's blown up
0: yeah yeah
1: it doesn't well, take much
0: Two errors, or a ball. Yeah. Like, I think there was a bulk involved in one of ours, too. And it was just like, are you, yeah, probably. Like every next play, the guy gets knocked in, you know?
1: Like, yeah. Um, I'm a, I like first half spreads and money lines, but the over-unders, I've learned to stay away.
0: Fair, fair. Team totals, also, I've found a little value in, but.
1: Yeah, um, I agree.
0: You know, it just depends if you get that starting pitcher that some guys have had some really great success in the past with. Um, and then if they just get a really nice split as far as left or right-handed, ball field, all those conditions, you, you know what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, and I really liked what I uh, guess you had on from Odd Shark the other day, Joe. Uh huh. I like what he said about the team total and taking the home team oh, over. Yeah, it's always risky.
0: Exactly. I've uh, been taking that into, and I had a game on my card, and I actually ended up ruling it off and like marking it off because I, you know, at first glance, I totally forgot to use that rule. And then I was looking back at my card and I was like, oh, crap. Uh, You know, I'm glad I caught that. Uh, Yeah,
1: I love that. I thought that was genius. It's like 12% of their chances. Yeah. Taking away a whole inning. Yeah. That's over 10% of their opportunity gone.
0: At least three at bats. And, you know, Mm -hmm. if that's like the top of the order, the middle of the order coming up, you know, say it's the Nationals and you get Trey Turner and Juan Soto as two of your batters. You know, Trey Turner gets on with a walk. He's going to swipe a bag and, you know, Juan Soto doing what he does. Uh, just for example, I think he's actually hurt right now. But
1: <laughs> Yes, I believe he is. Yes, um, is.
0: A lot of actually IL, a lot of news um, on that front. A lot of guys hitting the list recently. Um, Marlins had, I think it was Brian Ant, no, uh no, I think it was, Brian. It was either Brian Anderson or Garrett Cooper uh, go to the IL recently. So we're starting to see some uh, teams lose some guys, and it's starting to take effect.
1: Yeah. Yep. This has been the story the last couple of years that I feel like every year we're talking about how many injuries there are. Um, and then, sorry, I was taking a drink of water. Very good.
0: There's um a couple of teams that are healthy right now, and that's the Mariners and the Red Sox. Of course, I want to talk about this game. Do you want to talk about this game, or do you have more Cubs, Brewers?
1: No, we can move on.
0: All right. Well, it's Fenway, another awesome ballpark. It's your Mariners, Yasel Kikuchi, left-handed hitters or pitcher still hasn't gotten a win on the season 4.74 era martin perez pitching for the red Sox, serving up 5.93 era um and a and one record so first things first the over <laughs> um the over and the wind's blowing out to right field at 11 miles per hour and I like the over. Um, over nine and a half, I was able to get it at even money, so I'm not sure I, I don't know. It, Boston hits really well against these lefties. You say uh, Kakuchi struggled. Um, I'm, I'm, I like the Boston angle here too. like I'm, I know it's a lot of juice. they let's see what they're going to be really – and it's minus 140. I hate the dog on your Mariners, but this is just a, you know, but I don't know. Maybe the players are tired after the extra innings game last night. I didn't even take that into account.
1: Yeah, I've, I've learned that lesson the hard way. Take that into account too.
0: So maybe I should not. Maybe that's why the juice is like it is um, with that even money. But it's even, cre- I'm seeing it. It's crept up to plus 105 even in some spots. That's really fishy.
1: Where on, the, on what?
0: On just the total, over nine and a
1: half. Oh, really? Yeah, my bookie has it over nine right now, minus 115.
0: Crazy. That's a widespread.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
0: Hmm. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. Some books are just offering some crazy stuff. Yeah. Um my bookie, since that is our partner and our sponsor, I feel like they're on to something maybe. I don't know. Now I don't know how to play this because I'm seeing different stuff on different books and it's making me a little gun shy.
1: Yeah. This this one would stay away from me for sure. Well, I have to make a play
0: on every. You have
1: to. I would guess the over if I had to. Wind's blowing out at 13 miles an hour.
0: Yeah, and it's blowing towards right, which is the short Mm. ball. Yep. What about Boston over five, team total, minus 115?
1: Oh, I kind of like that.
0: I feel like I like that better, I think, than the uh, full game. Because, you know, if Boston wins this one, which I pushed on their team total the other night at four. Yeah. It's a a lefty. They're just good against lefties.
1: Yeah, I don't like this one at all. (laughs) Uh, You have fun making your pick. I would stay away from everything.
0: All right, well, I'm going to make not only one play, but I'm going to make two plays. What? Yeah, we're going to double dip. And... uh, let's go let's go full game over nine and a half because I am irresponsible um yes you are I'm gonna go
1: yeah I guess the Sox team total over
0: Boston team total over five yeah those are mine too
1: my bookie has a four and a half
0: four and a half perfect Mm -hmm. even better yeah i'm gonna lock that in right now and newer listeners if you aren't aware like it started as a random thing but blake and i did the mlb preview article for hoop-ball.com where we talked about betting angles on and just kind of like what we thought was going to happen for each ball club and highlighted some pieces and all that um I made mention that I was just going to pick every Boston and every Royals game um, on the season. And I have no idea why, but it's worked out because both teams are doing really well. Um, I just want to say that maybe I have something to do with that. Um, Probably not, but um, we uh, got those plays locked in, got the Boston game going and, uh, We'll be able to take a look at some other stuff next. I'm looking forward to – actually, Blake, you, you've got a wager pass play that we're going to throw in there. Um, I do. Let's go ahead and talk about that one. Let's get you in on – because I'm curious. I, I don't know what game you were on, so. you
1: Yeah, it. I was on the uh... – on the – uh Sorry. Where am I? I Got my internet's crapping out right now.
0: No, usually that's my thing that happen.
1: No, it's my thing right now. (laughs) Um, yeah, I got oh nationals first five play. Oh okay. I got plus half at plus one hundred and sixty.
0: Okay, wow. That's yeah. Um, I like the national spot in this game.
1: Yeah, Degrom's pitching, so that means no runs for either team. Right. And so I think the Nationals just keep it close, keep it even for the first five. Yeah. I think it's very possible.
0: My issue, and this is just my concern, is Eric Fetty Wop, who he gets whopped. Like, his his every time I see him pitch, he's just serving up dingers and extra base hits, and his control is terrible. Um, so that scares me. But like you said, no one gets runs. The Mets never score runs for deGrom. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. Might even take an angle of a team total underlook. It's at four and a half for the Mets in some spots. You know, obviously shop around, see what you can find. Telephone call. Um, but you know, you gotta do your diligence and see if you can't find that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Fetty's actually been
1: better than his numbers show. His He's
0: peripherals had the, are decent.
1: Yeah, his first game he got blown up, one point two innings for six or five earned runs. But yeah. after that, about five five innings each for only one run. You know, That's he strikes out everybody, but uh, he also gives up a lot of hard contact and whatnot. Yeah. Um.
0: Let's see here. What was I looking at? Yeah,
1: yeah it's, and
0: it's five. It's four and a half on my bookie.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and this Mets offense obviously is nothing to be afraid of.
0: Man, I thought they were gonna significantly improve.
1: Yeah, you'd think. I mean, Lindor just went yard yesterday, right? For the first time. Yeah. yeah was it yesterday? Cool.
0: I think so. Um, but like Conforto and Smith. J.D. Davis, like they, they haven't been doing tons. Juan Soto is, uh, like we said, got he's on the shelf with that strained left shoulder, so he's on the 10-day I.L.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, yeah, I think that's a marvelous play there.
1: Yeah, I like it a lot. They, uh, both these teams play small ball. Yeah. You know, they're both bottom of the league in home runs. They're both bottom of the league in runs scored per game. All their other stuff, they're actually okay at. They just don't get the ball out of the yard.
0: Just middle of the pack.
1: Yeah. You know, they play 1970s baseball, and that doesn't cut it anymore.
0: Yeah, it does for me. I'm into it. But I'm into it, too. Not but for overplays.
1: <laughs> yeah, not for not for winning games.
0: No, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: The wind is blowing out pretty good, actually. That's my only fear, but it's, it's not enough.
0: Yeah. And it's um I don't know, would you would you say that City Field is a, a hitters ballpark?
1: Um no, mostly because the Mets hit there. <laughs> Maybe if you put a good team in there that consider it a hitters park.
0: <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I like that. Um <clears throat> quick pivot. I wanna talk about Arizona Atlanta real quick. I've been um hitting on these Arizona totals because Man, believe it or not, but they're pretty good slugging. Um, their slugging numbers are up there. Um, talked about it on a sh- recent show. Uh, obviously, it was the Great American Ballpark Series against Cincinnati, but they're going to uh, face off against this Atlanta team. We got some middling starters in there. I've What I've been noticing trends-wise and just, like, my plays, overs on, like, Tuesdays and Wednesdays in, like, middle of the week – have been hitting significantly higher because you get worse pitching. But, like, even more so when you get into, like, the Thursdays and such. So huh. I'm looking at over eight and a half with Luke Weaver on the mound going against, uh, oh, gosh, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> Noah. yeah, yeah, I'm not
1: sure i say it, Noah. And I, and
0: I knew how to say it until I went to do it, and I just froze up. Um, Maybe it would help if I looked at his – Oscar Noah. Yeah, no. Oscar Noah. Yeah. Oscar Noah. Yeah. I say maybe if I see the first name, it helps flow it a little better, but no. Um, both of these pitchers given up just shy of four runs on the earned run sector. One and one on the year for Luke Weaver. Um, this Arizona team has been actually putting up runs a lot lately. They're getting yeah. a total of over three and a half right now, and I think that's real sexy. Um, Turner Field's good to hit in you know, new Turner Field, I guess if you want to call it that. I don't know mm-hmm. what the exact designation is
1: Uh SunTrust Park SunTrust, that's right. Which Turner is, Field's gone. That's
0: really dumb I hate when they do that Keep Our Ballparks Yeah, Turner Field wasn't even that old Exactly, and but it was still like one of the more like his, like a lot of stuff happened there. I mean, that's obviously the Smoltz Mm and Greg Maddox days and the chipper chipper you know and those teams were fun yeah I like talking about those teams I used to have the VHS tape of their series against the Yankees
1: oh really that's sick
0: and it it just was like a like you know the season recap and it was like the teams clinching their pennants and like it was like the in-depth like HBO style you know like Mm -hmm. world series thing
1: yeah that's sweet
0: and every time I watched it, you know, as like a sixth, seventh grader, I was like, come on, the Braves are going to win it this time. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm you'd watch a, it. <laughs> not a Yankees fan. So, because they were still like, they were currently winning still like a lot. And it was just like, yeah. Freaking Yankees, you know. Kind of yep, like. Yep,
1: that's so, why everyone hates the Yankees.
0: The Bankies.
1: Those teams are easy to hate.
0: Yeah, they are. Don't get me wrong. I, I. Love me some Derek Jeter and Jorge Posada and Andy Pettit, but they just won too much.
1: They did. (laughs) That wasn't fun.
0: Not fun for baseball. It was cool when the Marlins beat them, though. That was. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: remember that. That was a freaking what a random team to win.
0: Almost dropped an f bomb. I almost had to pay Papa Papa a quarter. Um, freaking Josh Beckett and. Bronson Arroyo just out there.
1: Yeah, Arroyo. God, what a weirdo.
0: With his, like, braid, blonde braids. Mm-hmm. Or no, they were cornrows. They were just, like...
1: <laughs> Did you have cornrows at the time? I can picture I it.
0: I don't know what he was doing. With his high-ass leg kick.
1: No, man, when the Diamondbacks beat the Yankees, that was... That was my favorite series probably ever.
0: Yeah. The uh, early 2000s had some pretty good baseball.
1: It, was some, it did. It did.
0: We had what the Angels randomly winning it with Mike Sosa. Yep. O two. I remember White Sox got it in o four, o five, something like that. And then like the <sighs> Texas Rangers almost won it twice.
1: They almost won it a couple times. Nelson Cruz can't play defense, so they didn't.
0: Did, did didn't the Phillies win it? The
1: Phillies won one. Yep.
0: Yeah. They beat the Rangers. Wait, no. Ye- yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yes, the, the Cardinals, beat the, Rangers, the Cardinals beat, the beat the Rangers, and then the Phillies beat the
0: Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Red Sox swept. We'll find out how wrong we are. Yeah, I think we're probably really wrong.
1: No, I know the Cardinals beat the Rangers for sure.
0: That was the one where uh, I can't remember who hit that crazy outfield hit, and yeah, he hit it over Nelson six. Cruz in right field. Yeah, in Game Six, who was that? Was that Colton Wong that hit? No, he wasn't with that. Team. No,
1: it wasn't Colton. It was oh my god. Why do you put me on the spot? I guess I know who he is. David Freeze? David Freeze, yes. It was David. Hometown Hero. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Man, I hated those Cardinals teams so much.
1: <laughs> uh, they were fine.
0: Man, they just they weren't ever really, really good, but they were always like winning. Now yep, that's the, the Cardinals Bos- way. Boston in, I think it was like oh 0- Six or a seven, didn't they sweep like the Rockies or something?
1: Yeah, they did. I remember it because they that was like I the most they,
0: uneventful World Series. It
1: was, ever. yes, because I believe they swept the series before too, so they were in like a week's rest and yeah. then the Rockies went seven games. Yeah, it was yeah. something like that.
0: I remember the Brewers being a part of that postseason too for some reason. Prince Fielder and CC Sabathia, uh huh, being a part of the. October craziness. Yeah, there was some really good postseason baseball in the early 2000s.
1: There was, absolutely.
0: Some uneventful stuff, too. And then, of course, you get into the teens and you get into, like, the Royals runs, the Mets, you know, some of that awesome stuff.
1: Can't believe the Mets were in the World Series just a few years ago.
0: Right. And I can't believe they beat the Cubs to get into the World Series.
1: (laughs) I mean, I guess maybe that was five years ago by now, at least.
0: It was a lot. It was 2016. 2016, 15s when they went and lost to the Royals. Dang. Uh, yeah, they kicked our ass in the season. <laughs> like I think we scored like one run. That's like, brutal. Not exaggerating. It that's it was brutal. Bad. They're pit Matt Harvey, man. Matt Harvey Dent. He uh, he was just throwing everything out there.
1: Yeah, what a fall from grace! Isn't he on some team that's? In, he's on the Orioles.
0: On and
1: I bet against the him the other
0: day, and I lost. So he's still doing that.
1: I can't believe he's still around.
0: He didn't look bad. I was actually watching the game. Uh, he did not look terrible. So. Matt Harvey. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was not as bad as his other starts, and he got the win. So. All right. Um, real briefly, we'll get this game out of the way since we're talking about the Orioles, Oakland, Baltimore, Oakland going to Baltimore, going to the odds and they're on a 10, a 12 game, pardon me, 12 game win streak. This just kind of has to be like a complete stay away for me. We talked about it briefly off air. It's just so volatile with a team being on this high of a win streak against one of the worst teams in the majors.
1: Yeah. I looked at this game long and hard this morning and I really want to take the Orioles money line just because they just have to lose at some point. Maybe the first game on the road is that, is that letdown spot and uh Jorge Lopez looked really good in his last game, yeah. but I still can't, I can't pull the trigger.
0: Yeah. You mean you can't pull a trigger on Baltimore Against a 12-win in a row team like <laughs> Oakland, like that's—you yeah, telling me that's wrong.
1: You know, <laughs> Baltimore's eight and ten, so it seems like they're actually okay. But when you remember they were given three games to start the season, <clears throat> they're five and ten in their last 15, so they're not as good as their record appears.
0: Yeah, that series against Boston was a complete weird. Yeah, that game. was
1: an outlier. Throw that away. That doesn't count.
0: Yeah. And you know, just look at the numbers and what they're doing. Like the Baltimore money line's not even that high. It's plus one. Yeah, plus one fifteen wasn't enough. The spread is, you know, they're the run line, plus one and a half at minus one thirty-five. So I think Vegas is expecting Baltimore to win.
1: I don't. I don't know. Yeah, plus one fifteen is not enough for me.
0: No, it's got to be like plus one forty, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not. We don't need to touch that, y'all. Let's just watch some baseball and see if Oakland can win 13 in a row. I wonder what their franchise best is. Uh, Wasn't
1: it in the Moneyball movie like 20 or whatever?
0: Oh yeah, I guess I hey, uh guilty confession, never seen it.
1: You never seen it?
0: I know. It's crazy. You're such a loser. I'm so weird though. Like sports movies for me, like as huge of a sports fan as I am, sports movies I just have a hard time uh Warming up to. Um radio is one of my favorites. I went and saw Invincible in theaters, took a chick in eighth grade and never talked (laughs) after that. Um and then uh obviously I love Hoosiers. Major League is a great one. Major League's one of my favorites. Um, I could watch Bull Durham on repeat, but it's like for me, like I never saw Trouble with the Curve. Oh, fever pitch. I love
1: Trouble with the Curve was terrible
0: beaver pitch was phenomenal uh you know i must say uh just because it had the whole current events real life you know yeah that that was cool they were actually filming like the movie like in the middle of like that crazy stuff you know yeah um but yes, no, I definitely need to watch Moneyball because I love the A's. I love the Moneyball concept. I love all the characters involved, the actors, and then I love that's an actual good movie. The real life stuff. So I need to I know. Maybe I'm just holding on to it and cherishing it, and I'm gonna watch it at a very special moment. So
1: Okay. Whenever well, let me know when that special moment is, I'll leave you alone.
0: All right. When it's aged just perfectly, you know. Movies are like I mean, cheddar. It's,
1: it's like ten years old already, I'm pretty sure.
0: That is a good year, you know. If we're talking about bourbons, 10 years, like the sweet spot.
1: So Ugh, I can't do bourbon.
0: Oh man.
1: I'm a little wuss when it comes to liquor.
0: <laughs> well, bourbon has a special place in my heart. Dude, it and,
1: came out in 2011. It's 10 2011, years old.
0: Okay. I get, all right. So I got to watch it this year. All right. Yes. Do it this year. I promise. And then I'll do a full on Ebert and Roper write up and review afterwards. And all right, I look forward to it. it full show about it. So, um speaking of pop culture stuff while we're on these tangents, I'm going to throw out an album for today. It came out in 1997 and it's one of my favorite bands. They're over in your area. I'm not sure if you're into them or not though, Blake. And that is Modest Mouse. They are from Issaquah, Washington, but they uh, have an album. It's their first album and it came out in 1997. It's called The Lonesome Crowded West. It's definitely amongst my recommendations, and it's what's playing currently during this show and what has been playing. It's a good, good, good one.
1: I think Modest Mouse is okay. It's not quite my style. They're fine, but people around here love them. They're weird. I remember, yeah, they had a show here, you know, back in their prime, you know, 10, 15 years ago or whatever, and it sold out within less than a minute, and it's crazy.
0: Yeah, they... um they got the hits for sure. And then once mm-hmm. you were, like, if you're into it, like it's not everyone's Kool-Aid. Game. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. They got some weird stuff. They got some mellow stuff. They got some low quality stuff from the nineties. They got some <laughs> uh EPs that I really enjoy. So I could talk about them all day long. They started with a three piece and uh they've added some musicians since then. They uh had a little stint with the former Smiths guitarist Johnny Marr as their guitarist oh, really? the studio uh in the early two yeah. thousands. So I think that's when I actually really, really started liking them was when Johnny Marr came along because I love the Smiths. So
1: Yeah, there's an old guy in my work who talks about the Smiths all the time. Is
0: he single and depressed?
1: <laughs> He's single, he smokes a lot and he likes to live alone.
0: That, hey, yeah.
1: I bet he probably likes
0: <laughs> Death Cab for Cutie, too.
1: He might. I don't know.
0: Because, I mean, I qualify. I like the Smiths. I'm single. I live alone. So <laughs> it's just criteria. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. I don't know the guy, but um, I want to talk about an underdog that I do like today. Um, Usually we go in, like, kind of time frame order, but we're all over the place. We're trying some new stuff here. We're just flowing with it, you know? But uh, Mr. Brubaker on the mound. I love this pitcher for Pittsburgh. I was, obviously you and I were not high on Pittsburgh. Um, We liked Cabrian Hayes, but he hasn't been part of the team because of his injuries to start the year. Uh, what a bummer. Big bummer. And I think if he was in right now, like, I mean, Pittsburgh's only a game under 500. And we're only 20 games in. It's out uh, we got a full 162 but still like this is they have a better record than the twins the, the, what yeah the, that's crazy the twins with that aging hitting and that aging uh pitching you know like i said my two biggest concerns for the twins coming into this year they got ja Happ, a lefty going out there pittsburgh has some sneaky power and i've been doing pittsburgh stacks in dfs lately and it's i've been winning with them So the exposure is low, the expectations are low, and you got an aging left-handed J.A. Happ, but you got guys like um, Gonzalez that hits 357 against lefties this year. Uh, Frazier and Phillip Evans, you know, they do a little less better uh, against lefties than what they do normally, but still high OPSs throughout for this Twins team. I'm going to pull up a team total. I've already got them picked as a plus 140 underdog. Yeah, how are they plus 140? That is so much. I, yeah, and it hasn't even really moved. It hasn't Dude, moved. I'm going
1: to pick that right now before it uh, goes away. I, I just
0: don't uh, – Vegas is dogging them, you know. Uh, three and a half on the team total. I'm going to scoop that up too. It, I'm on Pittsburgh tonight. Um, I think they win. I think you see some really good pitching against – um this aggressive but unhealthy twins club uh brew baker's got some nasty stuff and he can control the zone you know from toe to uh head he's he's got some really nice control he's two and oh on the year 1.76 era his peripherals probably need to be scrubbed a little more but i've personally watched him a couple times this year and have been very impressed
1: yeah and on the other side jay Happ is a He's he's ready to get blown up any minute. Yeah. His peripherals do not look good.
0: He's um uninspiring. To say
1: the he's in the 5th percentile in whiff percentage, 13th percent chase rate, 10th percent expected slugging. Mm. All bad. All bad.
0: And Pittsburgh's got, like I said, some sneaky slugging. Um, I'm going to... put. Like let's kind of stay with this Pittsburgh, Minnesota game a little bit because I like it a little. I think we have our betting angles, but as far as dissecting these teams and gaining some stuff to move forward with, I think it's a good spot. Yeah.
1: Pirates are ninth in the league in Woba. Okay. I was
0: gonna look into their slugging stuff. I wanted to see um, team advanced batting. Here, let's see how many plate what what they rank as far as plate appearances. Yeah, they're top ten in the league in plate appearances. Dang. Um so they get to the plate, they get through their lineup, they it shows patient hitting. Um wonder how many um let's see, let's check their ISO out. All right, so ISO not so great. They're twenty fifth, twenty fourth. Really? One thirty two. So I mean they don't hit which makes sense. They don't hit for power. Um I was just curious. I mean,
1: yeah, they're bottom of the league in home runs. Yeah. Not bottom-bottom, but towards the bottom.
0: Uh, 11th in walk percentage. So, yeah, patient at-bats. Uh, 9.5% as a team. Arizona's number one in the majors at 11.5%. So. Oh,
1: you know what? I was looking at it wrong. That makes sense now. Slugging their bottom bottom 10 in the league.
0: Bottom 10. Okay.
1: That makes more sense.
0: Yeah. But still, I mean, disciplined at at-bats. Yeah, uh, there you go. Let's see here. Hit for extra base hit percentage. I want to see if they at least get. Yeah, they're 20th. But like I said, like we yeah, said, we're... they're going against this Minnesota team. And Minnesota is not really impressive in regards to any of these stats that we're talking about either.
1: So. Yeah, what's the run on this game?
0: Um, it is eight. Think you got to look eight?
1: Up. Yeah, I'm look. I'd look at that under if I had to.
0: The under, yeah. I thought you were gonna maybe say over, but um, yeah, I-, I just this brew kid. I like him. I think
1: he's. Oh, the odds have already changed to plus one thirty five. It's already going down.
0: Oh, it's already going down.
1: Plus one forty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, well, there you have it, y'all. <laughs> We might need to move briskly from this point out so that way we can get the uh, Pirates play. uh, Yeah, get it out there. Extreme value. If anything, it just makes us
1: look good if it plays out right. True. Man, think of how much money the Twins have lost people. A lot. A lot of money. They're on my don't
0: bet list.
1: Or bet against list.
0: Or bet against, yeah. Now, there are teams. I've got my don't bet list and I've got my just don't. Frickin' touch games that these teams are involved in right now. Yankees, hoop ballers. Let's talk about your balls. Yep, your balls and the area around them. Let's talk about manscaped.com. Go there and use promo code. Hoop ball 20 hoopball H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Use the promo code and go check out all the tools they have of trimming the hedges and taking care of your lawn. Like the Lawnmower 3.0 with a built-in LED light to help you get into those dark thigh crevices on the inner parts. Also, the Gooch. It is hard to get to the Gooch if you can't see it. So use the LED light with the anti-tugless technology on the razor, Full long battery life. Then check out the Weed Whacker. Bring that out of the shed. Use it on your shrubs. Cut down what you need down to bare minimum if you need to. It's got a nice anti-tugless technology just like the lawnmower 3.0. It's also got a lithium battery. And best news of all. These things are waterproof, so that way you can do it in the shower and take care of business in the cleanest way possible. HoopBall20 is the promo code that's going to get you free shipping as well as 20% off. I recommend using it. I recommend getting the complete care kit with your free shipping and your 20% off. Spend a little extra, get a lot more. There's a good care kit there for us gentlemen, face scrub, shampoo, ball treatment, and the area that surrounds our balls. I believe there's even a pair of underwear in there for our balls. So, yeah, that's going to conclude the talk about our balls. Now let's talk about bets. Mybookie.ag is where all the hoop ballers take care of their winnings and where we place all of our wagers that we post in our article and the wager pass, as well as our free plays and our Discord chats. Yes, mybookie.ag use promo code hoop ball h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l let them know that we sent you hell specifically type in my name i want them to know but most importantly you got to let them know what podcast that is and it is today in sports betting you let them know that we sent you and then we as a family get to grow We have today in sports betting, um and the Indians are two teams, and they're playing each other um and then who did I have i b- uh washington um just because i I think I'm 0 for on the year with them. White sox are still there, you know, I just I, yeah I have severe trust issues after the way this season started off um and then think that was those are pretty much all my like just complete do not bets but yeah it, on those teams you just kind
1: of stay away from just because you don't watch them close enough
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you know like the cardinals i don't think i've made a single play on them this year because i just don't watch them a lot
0: cardinals are another team that i have tapered off of uh putting into my tickets cincinnati though and i i've been cheating i've been doing a lot of overs and great America ballpark, but my Cincinnati plays this year. Um, I've done really well with, um, I'm looking at my results. Yeah. They're making me nervous. Cause there's no
1: way they're going to stay this good all year. Exactly. And there's going to be a fall off and there's going to be the adjustment time that it takes for us to realize that they're not the offense that we thought they were. And I'm just nervous when that's going to come around.
0: Yeah. I'm six, three and one on the year on Cincinnati picks or plays from my my plays that I've put that's nice um well since we're talking about a team that I don't like to play (laughs) like talking about the cards uh this Reds cards game we got Sonny Gray pitching the righty um he's obviously coming back from some health stuff Quang Hyun Kim is a complete wild card and I think there's some even some talks in the discord this morning the MLB channel which folks, if you are not a part of the premium stuff, that is reason enough to do so. The Discord chats, what I learn in there daily is phenomenal, and I learn a lot from just our followers and stuff. So get in there, get situated and listen up on that. Um this Kim guy is just a real big wild card, and this is just a complete wishy washy game in my opinion. Um I'm looking to only play the Reds when they're at home and it gives me a little less um volatility to handle and um a little more clear cut path to a play for them and uh complete stay away game for me to say the least.
1: Yeah, Kim's only pitched 3 innings this year and he got lit up a little bit so who knows. It's I agree. I'm
0: not... oh, sorry. I, saying, I originally looked at over seven and a half because it was just such a low number and I've taken a couple of these seven and a halves in Cincinnati games this year and what I think it is because I got one in a Luis Castillo start and I think it's just the namesake you know like with these Reds pitchers and how good they were last year so I think with like Sonny Gray they're setting this number at seven and a half but Sonny Gray's still getting rocked and he's figuring it out to get the year rolling like he missed some would-be starts so like Seven and a half is a really low number. Yeah. You know, Kim hasn't had a good start this year. This could be it. Um, Moose is out of the lineup for the Reds. It's, you know, at Bush Stadium, which is less of a, you know, fly out zone Mm -hmm. than Cincinnati. So I'm just, let's stay. Yeah, I'm staying away from this one.
1: Yeah, they have a combined seven innings pitch this year.
0: Yeah, so so not a lot of sample size.
1: It's a guessing you're truly gambling if you pick anything in this game.
0: Yeah, which we are gamblers, but not like that. There's a difference. <laughs>
1: difference <laughs> between handicapping and gambling.
0: True that, yeah. Kenny Rogers, you know, hold and fold, yeah.
1: all that good stuff. Hold told. and fold.
0: <laughs> and walk away. Hold, fold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Real briefly, I do have an overplay in this game because I just like to hate on – wow. I like to hate on – Andrew Haney that's what I was trying to say uh it all just kind of got pushed together there um he's a lefty Houston uh got some lefty killers in their lineup I love targeting Houston against lefties or vice versa how we would phrase that grammatically Zach Grinky on the mound gosh he's just not looked good this year in my opinion um yeah
1: over I keep eight. expecting him to bounce
0: back, but he's just not. not. Yeah, I tried to back him last time out. I just took Houston straight up on the money line and they they shit in their sock. I tried not to say it, but I didn't have another phrase. Uh <laughs> um, and so over eight, especially with this Angels bullpen. Um, you know, uh, and the Houston bats getting an upgrade against lefties. I think this is a good spot for a over here. Um, in my opinion,
1: and I'm wondering if Astros offense woke up last night. I think they did.
0: Mike Trout is questionable, which is probably accounting for like a full run on the spread or the total. So, that's a big, big loss there. Obviously, if it happens, but there are so many Houston hitters hitting over 300 against lefties and with over uh, seven. Uh, 100 OPS. I mean, it's it's impressive, and Heaney's not a great pitcher by all means, uh, by any means, and uh, like I said, Houston against lefties, great spot to target over four and a half on the uh, over four and a half on the team total for Houston. I think has some love on it for me. It's at minus 105, and then. Just looking at the full game, I think that's just the way to go for me. Um, Let's see. There's another – oh, yeah, of course. We got to talk about a Coors Field uh, game because it's actually a really good matchup here. Um, Really looking forward to this game, baseball sake. Um, Philly in Colorado. Got Vince Velasquez who, just like Kim, has a 90RA. He has not had a good start at all, and he gets to go pitch in Coors Field. Good luck, bud. And your man Marquez, uh, is it your man or your main? I I can't remember. I've heard Herman the most. Herman, okay, Herman. I'm gonna. I, I got the yips on that, like Charles Barkley's golf swing. <laughs> <laughs> I say it differently every time. Um, Three fifty-seven on the ERA. He's a he's a Magnum right now, and um, the six and twelve Rockies. I mean, we obviously weren't expecting a lot out of them. Philly, I think, has started the year a little bit better than what we thought they would, just mainly because their bullpen's not been historically bad like it was last year. Um, Coorsfield, we got Gene Segura out indefinitely. Didi Gregorius questionable. That hurts Philly a lot because those two guys were doing really, really well. And Colorado is actually the favorite at minus 120
1: they are the favorite that's weird so
0: fishy there um obviously with the pitchers looking bad um that makes a lot of sense missing a couple of their better infielders are probably their best infielder i'm trying to think of who their infield is what you got reese hoskins segura gregorius who's at first jay bruce is he still there uh, I thought
1: it was Hoskins or is
0: Hoskins first base? So who's third base? Think... Anyways, not, not that it matters. Gene Segura and uh, DD Gregorius, two big pieces to be down. And um, so originally thought Philly had a good chance here, but I'm going to go ahead and stay away from the side and just go ahead and stay with a total play. And I'm just gonna go over um, ten
1: and a half. Jeez.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> so many runs.
0: I know, but it's cores, right?
1: It's cores. Okay. Yep.
0: Let's see. Actually, I want to. I'm looking at the Rockies home. Dude. What?
1: Yeah, they score five and a half runs at home.
0: Listen. Look at. Okay. Look at. Two seven and one is their over under record at home. The Rockies really it's not a, it's not an instant lock this year and then let's, look at this the f- the Rockies are three twelve, and one on the season in regards to over under really twelve unders for the Rockies,
1: yeah, I mean losing their motto,
0: losing uh Murphy, you know they lost a lot of hitting from last year, yeah team. they're truly a gross team they're starting guys like Josh Fuentes. and I mean ramel Tapia is good but He's not a great hitter. He's got, like, sneaky power. You, they lost David Dahl to the Rangers. So,
1: yeah. That's truly a gross team. They do score on at home, but the road, they are exceptionally bad. I did not know they had that many unders
0: to them this year.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Because on the road, I mean, they're scoring two runs a game. What is it? I just had uh, it.
0: it. It's, it's bad. Where'd they go? They're 0-6 on the road, straight up.
1: Really? Yeah, they score 1.83 runs on the road.
0: Oh my per god. Per game.
1: Less than two. I mean, i mean, all their team totals, every time I look at them, they're on the road, their team totals are set at three and a half generally. That's I've and lost that's just a couple of those bets. That's just so little. You can't bet that because one you know, one lucky inning, like we talked about earlier, and they hit the over. Yeah. Yeah, but also they're not good enough to score three runs on the road or four runs. I mean,
0: I wonder what they're like. I bet they rank at the bottom in team on base percentage and like walk percentage. And...
1: I will get that in two seconds. On base percentage, they are bottom third. Two seventy seven. What was the other one you said?
0: Uh, w- walk percentage.
1: They are thirtieth
0: in the league at nineteen point six opponent Sh- strikeout percentage. So
1: they don't. Yeah, they've walked the least amount of times at 38.
0: Yeah, they're bad. They don't get guys on base. I bet extra base hits, they're really low.
1: Um, Just look at hard hit percentage there. Bottom in the league at hard hit percentage 33.3%. I'm
0: looking at. Yeah, I was just looking at some peripheral.
1: Yeah, they're just bad. Straight bad.
0: But like I said, those two pieces for Philly being out is huge. But for minus one twenty is what I'm trying to make sense of.
1: That that don't. Uh, It says trap, or they know something we don't know. It's a fish trap. Don't do it. Maybe it's because Vince Velasquez has barely pitched. I don't know.
0: I think people are seeing the nine ERA, and it's like, oh yeah, like. But I mean, Marquez, like he, his last start was, I think, really good. But that's about it. He struggled. Like that whole rotation, their first two starts, it was rough. It was really rough.
1: Yeah. And Um, Velasquez hasn't started a game yet. He's been in relief duty this whole year, so this is his first start.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, So I think if you
1: play this game at all, you're gambling again. You're not handicapping anything.
0: Well, I think
1: except for the under.
0: If if we're backing the side of the fish, the fishiness, we could look at it and say, well, Vince Velasquez is going to implode within the first three innings and get us halfway there. Um, yeah, and then we'll get into the later innings with these crappy bullpens and tack some runs on later on, which I think is very probable. Again, a true huge gamble. I don't like it now that we've looked into it more, but I started with the over 10 and a half and it's Coors Field. We'll put it on a lean right now. It's not. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: I mean, it's just hard not to take it being. But like I said, we just looked at what Colorado's doing in regards to over and unders on the season in general and at home. And that was shocking.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that, that really is shocking.
0: But like you said, you talked about the runs. It's 110. Um, it, what's that?
1: The first five money line for the Phillies is plus 110. Oof. That's my favorite play if I had to do anything. I'm
0: Yeah, this is a weird one. It's sticky. I didn't realize how sticky and fishy it was until we dug into it there a little bit. I mean, you got so many weird angles. Injuries, bad team. Velasquez making his first start after doing relief duty and sucking at it. Um, a supposed ace you know, for Colorado, Um, just all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. Blackman can't hit the ball this year. You never know when he's going to turn on. He could have a four for four night with two freaking dingers, you know?
1: Yeah, you know what, man? The more I'm looking at, the more I really like the under. Really? Because the temperature's in the mid-50s. That's not warm enough to help. Humidity's pretty low. Not so that's helpful. The
0: wind. It's like four miles is what I'm seeing. Yeah, the wind is
1: barely blowing, and it's kind of blowing in-ish.
0: Sideways, right to left. Yeah. All right. Well, you take the under. I'll take the over. We'll see what happens.
1: <laughs> well, there's no chance for a push at 10.5, so let's go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of us is winning. Again, just kind of a lean right now, but it's just a weird game. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about the pitching in this next one. That's Miami and San Fran. It's, um, the total is at seven right now. And I originally was looking at under seven and a half. It's already moved. We got Mr. Sandy Alcantara on the mound for the Marlins, the, the fish with arms. And Alex Wood, who has looked really, really, really good, to start the year, the lefty Marlins already not a great, great offense. And they struggle a little bit against lefties. Um, I guess you could say that with every team, but they do have a couple hitters that prefer to hit lefties and Miguel Rojas and jazz Chisholm, um, which I've enjoyed watching a lot of jazz Chisholm this year. I've watched a lot of Marlins games. Uh, and then the Giants—they struggle against left-handed bats. You know, Evan Longoria is questionable. Brandon Belt's questionable. Crawford questionable. Donovan Solano out indefinitely. Uh, Jorge Alfaro is another name I was trying to think of that just got added to the IL. Uh, Brian Anderson and Garrett Cooper. Uh, Garrett Cooper's questionable. Brian Anderson's on the IL. Lots of pieces missing. Or uh, left. Yeah. Um, man. Jesus Aguilar, uh, Adam Duvall, Miguel Rojas, Luis Brinson, Garrett Cooper, Christian Wallach, John Birdie, the Dirty Bird, John Chisholm likely going to be a lineup today for Miami. Um, Tommy LaStella is going to get some run for the Giants, I would imagine. Alex Dickerson, Austin Slater, Yaz is still in there. But um, overall, a lot of guys out, a lot of missing pieces. We got some quality pitching. I might try to shrink and ah, no, I won't. No, I won't. I was going to try to tangent off in the first five under, but I'm not doing it, Blake. Um, I'm going to stick with first, first uh, look here uh, under seven and a half. I know it's a low number, but it's a pitcher's ballpark and pretty bad offenses. Um, that's what I've got to take on this one.
1: Yeah. I would lean the over if I had to, but that's purely for the weather reasons yeah. uh, that the The lineups are bad. they're going to be bad. The weather is favoring the over, so that means stay away from me and Alcantara has not looked as good as I was hoping he would every Every start's been worse than the last. yeah you know he's still striking out people, but he's allowing a lot more runs.
0: He's going uh, deep in counts too, like he's laboring
1: yeah i mean oh. he's been he's gotten into the sixth inning each game, or he's oh. pitched six full innings each game.
0: Do you have his pitch count in front of you on that, too, with his lines? Not to put I, you on the spot. No. Okay. I wasn't sure which one, what source you were using. I, there's a couple I use that uh, you look through there, and it's got, like, his pitch count with it. Um, yeah, so, obviously, I'm banking on Alcantara to do decent. Going to need him to not do what he's been doing. need Alex Wood to continue to do what he's doing for my sake. Um These teams went to a 3-0 result last night. When I saw that these teams were starting a series, I was excited because I knew that we might see some low-scoring defensive games. Um, You know, you got a Bruce Bochy disciple coaching for the Giants. Then you've got, uh, you know, Mattingly managing for the Marlins. So definitely old-school style approaches here for both teams. And uh, I hate that Blake and I are on uh, opposite sides again, but that's <laughs> the way it is sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to play any of it. Yeah. But if, uh, you know, Wood just hasn't pitched enough this year to really get a feel for him, I and mean, Alcantara is starting to look worse and worse each game. Mm-hmm. I mean, his peripherals are still great, so maybe it's just luck-induced.
0: Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I already said that Cleveland and New York, the Yankees, were, was going to be a stay-away game for me. Um, so I'm going to stand true to that unless you wanted to talk about it further. If you had an opinion on that game,
1: uh, no, not really. I like Jordan Montgomery, but he hasn't looked great.
0: Right. And then he's going up against, uh, Logan Logan Allen, Allen. which I mean, God, his last start was just rubbish. That was bad. Um, and then I will be talking about this one because I got to make a play. And I think I got not like an easy one, but I think I got like just a clear cut one and just roll with. You know, Mike Miner's a lefty, obviously, but his ERA is high. It's 5.17. He's older. You know, he's a little aged arm going against Casey Mize, the top, one of the top prospects. It's hard to say top prospect for Detroit because they have so many, but Casey Mize bolstering of, fastball righty going against uh Kansas City Kansas City added a lot of power in this offseason so with a quality fastball like Mises I like Kansas City's chances of getting guys like Jorge Soler, Carlos Santana and uh Whit Merrifield dingers Brian Dozier's got secret power and uh, if he gets a barrel on a you know 100 mile per hour fastball his exit velo can be 110 plus easily um he hits opposite field pretty well, and so what I'm looking at is just gonna be a simple straight up play on the Royals minus one fifteen. This team's playing well right now. I don't like backing Mike minor, but Detroit struggles really bad against lefties. You got guys like Wilson Ramos uh hitting uh under a hundred you know hitting point oh nine one against lefties um You've got Jacoby Jones barely hit. He's barely got a heartbeat against lefties. Uh, Willie Castro hits uh, one and a quarter. You got Victor Reyes hitting 250 against lefties. Jaime Candelario's only bright spot. He hits 308, um, but he's not a great hitter anyways. Like he just he's better against lefties. He's more comfortable, but overall as a hitter, he's not that great. Um and these Royals, man, like I said, Blake, they're rolling and uh they're ten and seven on the year. They're up at the top of their division. I know it's still early on, but uh I gotta make a play on every Royals and every Red Sox game, and my play is Kansas City minus one fifteen.
1: Yeah, I don't know what else it would be. I just don't trust Casey Mines. He's just too wild.
0: Yeah, and I was gonna look at team totals or a total play, but A, the Tigers offense. Bad, especially against lefties. So it would just be a weird gamble on both sides. Casey Mize, big variable, and then also Mike Miner. You know, like if if we're gonna get a start that we're accustomed to from Mike Miner, you want to go with the over. If we're gonna get a start of what I think could happen today, then you want to take the under. So it's just too wishy washy again for me. Clear cut. Royals minus one fifteen. Yeah. So I've got my Boston play in. I've got my Royals play in. Uh, we've got your wager pass play in. Looks like we got a couple other games. Three, three to my exact account to chit chat about, and uh, we can wrap on, up a bow on the show. Um, Toronto Tampa Bay is an interesting game to me, and I'm not sure how to play it. We have a. This is probably. I don't know if it's the best, but it's, it's a damn good pitching matchup with Steven Matz and Tyler Glasnow.
1: Ooh, I would say the best.
0: Yeah, it's gotten my attention most percolated. Uh, we got you, Darvish, and Clayton Kershaw, though, uh, in San Diego, Los Angeles in their game. So, um, Tampa Bay against lefties, left-handed pitching, typically a little bit better. They have some guys that hit really well against them. Their OPSs are great. This Tampa Bay offense, though, is just so uh, bad's not like the right word. They just don't they don't care about scoring, you know.
1: Yeah, it's just bleh.
0: Yeah, I mean that's their approach. Honestly, <laughs> it's but they're the, the they're the heavy favorites. of minus 160, Minus one sixty, minus one fifty five. Glasnow will do that. Is there? Is there value in backing Stephen Matz at plus one thirty five in the Blue Jays for the full game? I mean, they have the more potent offense.
1: I mean, they should have the more potent offense. They on paper they do, but they don't really actually.
0: Yeah, they're um, just bad.
1: Where's this game? It's in Tampa. It's in Tampa. It's not in Dunedin.
0: It's a dome, Tropicana
1: Field. Yeah. Tampa's been pretty. They're actually better on the road in terms of offense. I just can't bet against Glass now. He's just too good. His slider this year is too good.
0: He added that. I,
1: I was watching He that had interview. that this year, yeah.
0: I, I was watching an interview uh while I was watching a Tampa Bay game. I think it was the Rangers Rays game or something recently. And he was talking about it a little bit and just kind of the way he was talking about his stuff and the way he was uh you know, just talking in the interview it it's he's just you can tell he's filling it right now and uh uh-huh. these, these toronto bats strike out a ton so maybe um, they do strike out a ton maybe a over uh glasnow K's prop maybe i mean oh we interesting we we don't you and i personally don't do a lot of takes on that but like if we find no. an angle that as two smart individuals who love baseball, you know, and we see kind of like a tributary of opportunity, um, I think oh. it's eight and a half,
1: dude. I got nine at minus one fourteen. That is not enough. I think that's you like that. That is a lot of strikeouts. It is. Let's see what his game log is. Uh, six nine fourteen seven.
0: Ooh. Six nine fourteen seven. He's only hit it once, and he hit it by five.
1: Yeah, he pushed once, hit it once, and missed it twice.
0: So he's due to win, basically. <laughs> sure, basically
1: yeah, 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 you're right. Stephen Matz is set at six at minus one fourteen, but he doesn't. He
0: strikes out a lot too.
1: Yeah, and he's a decent strikeout pitcher. I'd probably take that one if I had to, but I don't like either of them.
0: Uh, Tampa Bay strikes out 9.95 times a game. Um, They've struck out over their last three games an average of eight. Um, And then Toronto. Toronto actually doesn't strike out as much as I thought they did. 8.83 times per game, but they've been striking out uh, eight times at on average over the last three games. Struck out eight times last – game
1: yeah they started out the season striking out a bunch so they must have been gotten a lot better recently yeah yeah and the the race offense has actually been pretty good as of recent
0: yeah they have been scoring some more runs recently man um i don't think there's an angle in this game that i like i
1: don't think so either
0: it's i mean it's a great baseball watch like watch this game it is yeah Six ten. You'll probably have to stream it. It's on B S S U N, whatever network that is. Um. So yeah, we'll talk about this next one real briefly, um, and then we can move on to San Diego, Los Angeles, and wrap it up on this baseball-heavy show or baseball show. I baseball on. only show. Yeah, baseball only. Um, Texas against the Chicago White Sox. Dane Dunning, which. Guy's been pitching here uh, against Dylan deceased. Um, I don't know. He might've, I think Dylan came back from the dead last time. He still didn't get a win, but he looked better. I tried to bet against him. So I've bet on him and lost. I bet against him and lost. Um, I don't know what to do. Like I do like this Texas lineup. They got some sneaky power. They got some really great hitting. I can't say really great, but like for what we were expecting them to do and what we still consider the Rangers to be, pretty great hitting. Uh, the White Sox on the do not bet list, like they're, they're in the doghouse. So what I should probably do is just stay away from this game completely and not force a play with Texas or a team total or anything um, or a plus 130 money line like I'm looking at right now. So I think that's probably what I'm going to do. I I just – these last three games that we're going to talk about, I probably won't have a lot of play play on until I look into it either a little further or a little deeper. Or, you know, Texas and Chicago, you know, we don't have lineups for them obviously either right now. So um, still some things missing as we record this. We're wrapping up at about 11 in the morning central time.
1: Yeah, and I think – I think they might have scratched Dylan Seas because my book doesn't have the game.
0: Oh, yeah. There's been weird stuff going on with... Because last start, it said that he was on the IL. Or that... I heard that he was on the IL, but I couldn't find any IL designation on him, even on, like, MLB, Baseball Savant, like, uh, Action Network. Like, there was nothing I could find. Um And so that gives me weird feelings about this. And uh, we obviously don't want to make a bet without knowing who both starters are going to be, both pitchers. So ultimately, this is definitely going to be a stay away. And I wouldn't recommend y'all playing any part of it. So... We can move on from this one easily, in my opinion. Um, with the last game that we're going to talk about, got the Dodgers and the Padres. The Papas are in Los Angeles. Plus 130 underdog. Over under of seven is set right now. That is a very low number, but we got you, Darvish, and we got Col- or Clay- Clayton Kershaw on the mound. The righty, Darvish. The lefty, Kershaw. Two and a half ERA for Darvish, 2.19 for Kershaw. This is just going to uh, – you know, I hope I see some really great pitching duel here because we don't have a lot of them on the slate, and it would be nice to see these pitchers just come out and be filthy. Um, I like offense as much as the next guy, but when I have two of the best pitchers in the league, two of the more polarizing names um, – I want to see some pitchers get – I want to see them rack up 30Ks, you know. Like, I love good pitching. Uh, McKinstry's going to be out as well as – well, questionable right now. Chris Taylor questionable also for um, the Dodgers. So they're going to be down a couple of platoon guys. And with that being said, this is just a – viewership game for me in my humble opinion here for me personally. I'm sure we could find an angle that we like. And I'm sure we could force something, but that's not what we're about on this show. Um it's just a hard one to get behind in in my opinion. Uh it's the last game of the night so it's gonna be a little chase centered lot of sharp money coming on the Padres. And it just gives me weird feelings about it. So I'm going to go ahead and I think wrap that and uh, just kind of move on from that last game in an anticlimactic way. But I think throughout the whole show, you got some really great takes and nuggets from uh, both Blake and I. And we talked about some really good stuff to keep an eye on. Um, And we have some things to look forward to. So Blake already got on out of here, had to get on to dad duty. And so I'm going to wrap the show and remind you to do the five-star reviews because, well, we're trying to give cash away. Um, You do that. You send a screenshot of your review to me at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter or at Dan Bespris on Twitter. Send it to Blake also if you want. He'll get it over to the necessary people. And um, try to win some money to use uh, with our promo code. Free money, free play, all that good stuff. And just a reminder, I'm at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. I think I just said that about the screenshot but reminding you 20 seconds later because it's important. Uh I'd like to have you follow me. Um and I would love for you to follow the show at hoopball gaming. Don't forget to check the website out hoop-ball.com. Sign up for a wager pass for at least a month, you know, just give give us a give us a shot for a month and I think you'll you'll enjoy what you see. So with that, we're going to get this show edited, wrapped and all that good stuff so you can listen to it in time for our afternoon baseball and time for the rest of the baseball. Let's win some money today. Let's be positive. Send some good vibes, some good energies to those around you. I'm sending you all of mine and help someone today if you can and be safe, be healthy and take care. See you on the next one.